Hey there, and welcome to Ascend and Conquer, a brand new podcast where we talk all about ascending and conquering whatever it is we want to ascend and conquer. These two words hold so much depth, and we all receive and perceive them differently. What do they mean to you? Join Tina Marie weekly along with special guests for a certified fresh episode that we hope will enlighten, revolutionize, give new perspective on life, its obstacles, and how to overcome them. You've done so much and you have accomplished so much. You've conquered so much. Tell me a little bit about how you got to where you are. How did you ascend to the position that you are in now? And what what were things that once held you back that you find yourself holding you together these days? Well, I'm going to start with yesterday and then go back. Uh, yesterday, um, I put a, fa- a, a very innocuous post on Facebook a person I don't know, never heard the name, said, you're my wife's favourite novelist. Oh, what a compliment. I can't tell you how that made me feel. But I kind of wanted to start there and then go back. Um, so I, I've written literally all my life. Um, I used to write poetry when I was really young and I won poetry competitions and things like that. And then... From the age of about 10, I wanted to be an actor, as you do, 10 years old. Uh, And my mum sent me to acting classes. And then when I got to 15, I think I must have told you this story, but I'll tell you again. I got to 15 and and at school, everybody had to see a careers advisor. And I went into the careers advisor and she said, right, what do you want to do? How can I help? And I said, I want to be a film film and theatre director. And I will never, ever, ever forget her remark was, get out, don't be ridiculous, and come back with a proper job. So I left. And um, I have no idea how I got this next piece of information because there was no internet. So I don't know how I did this. Um, I went away and found out that the London College of Fashion, which was the, the best school you go to in England, right in the middle of central London, did a hair, beauty, wig making and stage makeup. And I thought, if I get there, that will get me on a film set as a wig maker, hair, hairstylist, makeup artist, whatever. And from there, I'm going to become a director. Bizarre. But I was 15 years old. So I went back the next day and she said, right, have you come up with a real job this time? I said, yeah, I'm going to become a makeup artist. So she said, how are you going to do that? And I said, I'm going to go to the London College of Fashion. And she threw me out again. And she said, you'll never get in. Go away. Bad enough. Go away. I walked out and to myself, I said, I'll show you. And I did. It was a really exclusive college. Um, I got into the college within... A year, I was competitive stylist, traveling around the country, competing. Uh, no one tells me you won't do it, you know. So I kind yeah, of that was not a word. Ridiculous. I don't believe there's a word as I, you know, you can't. There's no such word as can't. You may have trouble, but you can. And then, so that's how it all started. I wrote my first play when I was seventeen, and a really funny story. Uh, in the play, 
one of the lead characters was a friend of mine, David, and he is now my agent. He, he represents a lot of famous people and he's an agent, has been an agent for years and he represent, uh, represents me as my agent. How funny. Wow, yes. He's I your guess. agent now. So the agencies and publishing companies aren't hand in hand? No, it, I'm unusual. Uh, normally uh, a publishing publishing company you may have PR but that's about it maybe marketing but because I have a documentary I'm a public speaker I have a podcast and all those things I need an agent uh, and so yeah that's why I've got an agent and I, obviously I'm on that not obviously but because I'm on Amazon Prime I have a documentary method of murder uh, well, obviously little... it's true actually because you do <laughs> go get so it uh, I have a little, I fancy do, I, I rang my agent a few months ago and I said, you know what I think I'd like to do next? And like she, uh, uh, she thinks, her name's Sue, Sue thinks, oh, what is Jackie going to say next? And I said, I think <laughs> I'd like to be a public speaker on a cruise. She goes, oh, Jackie, that's a brilliant idea. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, to talk about writing or the world of entertainment, because I've been an agent for 25 years. So uh, she goes, no, that's brilliant. So she got hold of some agencies that book the speakers. Yeah, so I've got an agent because I have, uh, I, yeah. And I'm gonna, I'd love to work on a cruise. Oh, anyway, that's what I was saying. They're not booking speakers on cruises at the moment because obviously the cruise business is very strange at the moment. <clears throat> so I think I'm going to go, I just think you see the world and you just talk for an hour. Yeah. That's not hard. Or you could do a Jackie Rom's charter services. Jackie Rom's charter services could be a thing. You could just no. book your own charter. No, I want to go on a big cruise boat. Not, I'm not very good on boats. So I want, like, you know, the ten thousand big boats where I where I have a state cabin because I'm a speaker. <laughs> yes, I'm only, you deserve I'm it. Playing. I'm only playing. But you would, I would give that to you if I owned a giant yacht and I was allowing yeah. to be the number one like trailer like they have in the, in the movies. Everybody knows if you've been an extra or have been an actress or actor at, at some point. But once you have that trailer, you're in. Exactly. And it's really funny because all my books, my uh, crime books, there is a trailer and things happen in these trailers always, all the time. Yeah. They're a hive of happenings, trailers. Where can people find all of your trailers while we're on that topic? Uh, all the books you'll, you'll find in uh, all the all bookstores, Amazon, you know, all the bookstores. You can just, oh, the best thing is just to Google me and Jackie Rom is J-A-C-K-Y-R-O-M. So it's really, really easy. Um, and uh, yeah, it will all come up. But what also comes up, because I've got a new project that's very different at the moment. Okay. So I got divorced um, a year ago, but separated three years now. And of course, I started doing the online dating. Well, very quickly, I 
kind of it was really funny because I kind of didn't do online dating very seriously and I took it in my mind as research because then I substantiated it to myself that this is okay I'm not really doing it I'm really researching little do I did I know very quickly um I started to receive pictures of body parts oh boy Oh, the obligatory dick pics, as we call them. Many of them, many, many of them. And, uh, and I got really fed up. Uh, anyway, uh, I decided about four or five months ago to write a musical. And the musical is called, ready, drumroll. It's called No More Dick Pics, Please. Oh, my goodness, yes. No more dick pics. <laughs> I can hear it now. I mean, yeah. So I've written five songs so far. I have uh, a fabulous musical director, and uh, I'm working on the score, working on the script, and it's basically the story of six or uh, five different people all online dating and their story, and one scammer, and this scammer is basically scamming them all so it's the story that uh, of their lives oh. and uh, of course because I love a drag queen so one of my main characters by day is a kind of a normal guy and by night he's a drag queen and uh, because of this he struggles to find somebody to kind of take him seriously yeah and understand him yes and support him uh, yeah. and so you know in England, what I wanted to do was get research. So I wanted people to tell me their stories. Uh, so I put a call out on uh, social media, radio and TV. And my agent said they wouldn't, uh, wouldn't accept me on radio or TV. So in UK, we have something, you know, you have the view or the talk, those prime time, yeah. daytime. Well, we have the same called Loose Women. They wouldn't have me on because of the Ooh, title. I like that. Radio wouldn't have me on. Well, I decided to use it as a benefit rather than a, you know, against. And so I've had hundreds and hundreds of stories sent to me, hundreds of pictures. And uh, I'm rather blase now about the pictures. Yeah. And uh, but it's all given me ideas uh, for the musical. And, and um, I, had, I had lots of conversations with people in production and things like that about what, because they all tried to get me to change the name. And I said, and I said, look, if the if the vagina monologues can be a worldwide success, yeah. you're not making any sense. You're not making right. any and sense. And there's dick pics in everybody's phone. Everyone has been on a dating app. And I, I actually personally have not tried because I've been aware of these dick pics. I, I don't see why everyone is afraid to talk about the reality of it or make something artful like you're doing and creative about it. I think that's a fascinating thing that you're doing. And, and I honestly was just such a creative and artistic person. I can't see it ever failing. Everything you do does come to fruition. And here you are in St. Martin. Well, when you, said, when you said to me you're doing a new podcast and you want to make it female funny, I went, have I got a story to tell you? Yes. It does, it does, it I would like to hear one of your... 
male or it doesn't matter if you're male or female everyone is getting is receiving these dick pics nobody wants them nobody understands what a man is thinking when he takes he can he can only be um sexually satisfying himself because you're not sexually satisfying every woman that you're sending them to ego boost yes and they're not all big either <laughs> they don't care they're just sending them uh, half the time what, did I don't you ever answer any of them like oh uh very impressive very impressive good job no i do the opposite i'll go is that it <gasps> that's all you have what is that yeah. your, your thumb yeah exactly so so all of these uh yeah so it'll all end up in a musical so i have a meeting next week um, where I'm going to, for, for the first time, sell, tell somebody that uh, can help uh, and uh, see what they think. So who knows? So I was going to have, we were going to produce three a demo, three demo tracks, um, but we have one big, big, strong, evil uh, number, which is sung by the scammer. Uh, and so we've decided just to do that one to to show kind of what we can do. Yeah, I am so excited. So what I might, might be able to do, I might be able to send it to you once I've um, once it's done because he's literally doing it at the moment. I'll I'll send it to you. You can always add a little bit at the end or something. Oh, thank you. That's so. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm about to like. I want to scream, but I'm in a parking lot, so I'm holding it in. <laughs> I, I just love all of your work, Ms. Jackie. You're you're amazing. I can I ask this, or is it giving it too much away? The scammer is he scamming for money, or is he scamming? Can you tell me what he's scamming for? Well, we find out pretty early in the story that he's sending. He starts the, at the very beginning. He's recruited because he needs to send money to his family. That's how it starts. He then he then gets more and more involved and it becomes bigger and bigger yeah unfortunately that's the case with a lot of different people and it's really sad because even 10 years later when this was a big thing with catfish and everything uh women and men men alike are falling for these scams and sending money to somebody in some other country and just like they just want to be loved i uh uh, while I'm here, I don't watch much television. Uh, I kind of tend to spend my time on YouTube, so I pick what I want to watch. And I've become obsessed with watching Dr. Phil. <laughs> Do you know why? It's only four, no, 35, 40 minutes. It's, I find I get angry with everyone because he's right, because they're just ridiculous. But it's just light watching. For, and Anyway, um, the number of people he's had on that program, grown men and women that have sent their life money, and it's so ridiculous. So I don't know, maybe I'll even open people's eyes to, because, you know, this guy is going to pretend to be male, or female, and all different ages, so it's going to be, well, it's true, it's the truth. Well, it's getting into the head of basically a narcissist somebody that has something they need to gain from others they don't care who they're going to hurt or sociopath more so um doesn't care who they're hurting to get what they want so even if he's doing it for his family what i'm understanding is that's still a need that he needs met by other people at the expense of other people 
Absolutely. And of course, even though he starts like that, you won't like him. You'll, you'll understand him for a few minutes and then he will change. So completely antagonistic. Mm, hey, I'm I hope so. This is going. <laughs> I am loving it, Jackie. I'm loving it. So, yes, so, so from me. drag queens to thieves. Yes, I am absolutely excited for this. And, and do you have any other projects going on right now? Well, I'm currently writing the third novel in my crime series. Um, I stopped because I signed, uh, I am a published author, but I'm kind of not happy and I want, didn't want them to give them this book. So I've slowed down. So, but it's, I have everything. I, I've all the, that might, I've been researching for nearly a year um, because of COVID. And it all happens in a holiday camp um, where a film company have taken over this holiday camp and turned it into like a 1960s or 70s, hold on, I can't remember, 1970s holiday camp. And so my leading lady, who's a makeup artist, uh, has gone to this site to, um, to work on a new film. Who knows what's going to happen? So, yeah. So my first book in the series was on the island here in St. Martin. But the documentary follows me researching for book two in Las Vegas. So Very I have fun. got, uh, I've got, um, I, I don't think I told you this. Um, during COVID, when we were um, locked at lockdown, you know me, I couldn't sit still for long. So uh, <laughs> I, made, uh, I made a series. I turned my bedroom into a studio and I interviewed 22 amazing people, um, some super famous, um, all different, uh, but every single one had made... Feel free. Yeah. I interviewed... Um, the lead singer from Journey. Arnel Panetta? I did. He's Filipino like me. I love I, him. Oh my gosh. I interviewed Arnel, yeah. Oh no. Oh my gosh, Miss Jackie. I would die if I ever got to speak to him. Yeah, he's lovely. <sighs> and then um, I oh. interviewed uh, a Wall Street banker who left Wall Street and came to the Caribbean and opened a radio station. Uh, we oh. have a big boy band in the UK. I interviewed one of the guys there. I, oh, my one of my favourites was a, I think he's Japanese, but I might not be right. Um, he started as a ballet dancer, then became a costume designer for the Royal China Ballet, I think, and then he became oh, wow. a milliner and he made he makes hats for Lady Gaga, the Queen. Oh, so this is all on my all on my YouTube channel. So I did everything, directed, costume. I did everything, editing. I had to do it all because there was you, you couldn't go anywhere or do anything. Um, You're unstoppable. And then I I interviewed a Iranian, I think he's Iranian if I remember, cosmetic surgeon from LA, who was an immigrant that has just gone to the top. You know, just unbelievable. Yeah, fascinating people. A Chinese oh. director who do, does like kung fu movies. Oh, oh, very fun. 
I, I have a question. Okay, this brings me back to the whole ascend and conquer bit of what the show is about. So your story of when they were trying to put you down in university and saying that it was not a good idea to go into the fields that you wanted. Did you overcome anything else traumatic, any serious life events after that while you were experiencing success on the levels you were already at such a young age? No, that came when I was 40, actually. Um, what happened was, it is quite an interesting story, and I think that's really molded the last 20 years. Um, I was 40, and all of a sudden I'd got back pain. I thought I'd hurt my back. Basically, from that day that I hurt my back, I stopped eating, and it was in July. And eventually, by the time I got to December, I, there was nothing left of me, and I was in a wheelchair and uh, couldn't eat nothing. I was in a terrible state. I'd been in and out of hospital and they didn't know. And eventually they found a mass inside my stomach and they didn't oh, know what wow. it was. And the night before they operated on me, they asked me to say goodbye to my daughter and my ex because they didn't think I was going to get through. I only had a 30% oh chance of survival. Well, obviously you can see me today. Uh, so I had half my stomach removed uh, and... Uh, and I always say that looking death square on changes everything. And from that moment on, life is precious. And so I enjoy every day. Nothing scares me. Well, I went to the dentist and I was a bit scared today. But, <laughs> but um, one of the things, unfortunately, the side effect was of not eating for a year is I lost half my yeah. hair and half my teeth it weakened but if you don't eat for a year oh, it yeah. ruins so but they're nothing I, I can't that. but I'm alive you know I'm alive um yes and and so I think I just cherish every day I cherish every moment and so yesterday when one person said my wife is my you're my wife's favorite one of my favorite novelists I was just nothing. thinking about that just now Nothing, yes. nothing, nothing can beat that one innocent statement. Nothing. Because you've came from dark places. I mean, everyone has come from a dark place. Everyone that's ever been successful on a subconscious level or a conscious level has been through a dark phase in their life. And it's all about how you get out of it. It's all about how you ascend up to where you want to be and get out of that place. And you did it that just goes to show that where there's a will there's a way and if you want to survive and you want to live you make that choice and here you are what was well, the project I, you did after I remember it was November the 9th they operated and by March or April I still wasn't eating so we're now not far off a year and I remember I mean I'm sure you know life in the UK is the pub uh, and pubs and restaurants and you go you know you go out with your mum to the pub for lunch it's not about drinking it's social and I remember going to the pub with my mum for lunch <laughs> I remember going to the pub with my mum and and I had I hadn't started to eat again and she was just trying to encourage me and all of a sudden I never forget this everybody started eating at treble speed and it was as if everybody had what? turned into a cartoon and I was watching everybody yeah. put and I just burst into tears 
And I said to oh. my mum, why can't I eat that day? And that's the, that was the day it all changed. It was slow. So it took a, like a full year before I, I was able to eat. Um, right. yeah. And then built up my strength. And then now here I am now. Do you think there were, yeah, here you are. But I do have to ask, do you think there were any underlying, maybe stress, maybe overstressed or underlying emotional or mental issues happening with you that could have caused that to manifest in your stomach? I know what happened. It's a really actually interesting story. Uh, my grandparents are, I think, Dutch and Polish, I think, of descent. And both my my mum's parents are first cousins. You should not marry your first cousin. <laughs> so my grandparents had two children. Between them, they had four grandchildren. My brother has MS. I have Crohn's, which is actually what it was, Crohn's. My uh, first cousin died of a brain tumour. And out of the four of the grandchildren, there's only one healthy one. Oh, wow. So it was this. I mean, it's changing. but And uh, I then became a, a study because after the my operation, I, I can't do anything normally. So this operation, they found gallstones in my intestine. Well, you're not supposed to have them in your intestine. They're supposed to be in your gallbladder. Wow. So I ended up yeah. in magazines and, and a bit. And then they started to study me, the uh, Royal College of Medicine. And uh, then uh, Jewish studies studied what happened. And basically, so that was fascinating. It's a fascinating story, but it was, uh, that's what happened. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Miss Jackie. I... I, I really appreciate you coming on and talking a little bit. I want to, I would love to have you back again to focus more on the musical when it's a little bit more done. I'm really, yes. really excited. That's going to be a winner, winner. I know. I, I can't tell you the hundreds of people that have said to me, I can't wait to watch, listen, are, are really excited about the project. Men and women has been, you know, yep, yeah, you've just, because, you know, no one's touching this subject. If you think of every West End show, uh, there's no one touching online dating. I, I am so ready for this. I think the whole world needs to see it for what it is, because that is what it is. And that's why I have avoided it for so long. Even being a millennial, I've been told, you know, I'm, I'm more of an old soul. Yeah, yeah but I've been on the dating apps and stuff. Yeah, and but told I think me it's uh, it just helped me by using it as research. Sometimes that's what they're good for. <laughs> exactly. But during COVID, I have to tell you, it was a fun, it was a fun ride because it, it, COVID was lonely and, uh, and the dating apps meant that I just had fun chatting. I would not I, I refuse to have, they, a lot of the men just want to have a sexual conversation very quickly. I wouldn't do that. I respect myself more than that. But it, uh, but it was a fun ride and gave yeah, me enough sure information to write a musical. And probably a lot of, I hate to say it, but I'm sure even though we don't want those dick pics, it's probably a little bit of a confidence booster at the same time. It's like, ew, stop. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, that one of the big, I mean, because I, 
decided when you go you know retrospectively you look back at and it was 20 year marriage I realized I stayed 10 years too long and that was um, a couple of things one I thought I was too old nobody would be interested and two having this operation where I'm cut those were the two things that really worried me they were bizarre because no I can't tell you what age men try and chat me up because it's hilarious. Uh, I oh. don't have any, it's hilarious, Tina. It just makes me laugh. I can't, it's ridiculous. Because you are beautiful. You're oh. beautiful and your accent. And you're a winner. You're a go-getter. Like you, you're, a, every man should want a Jackie Rom. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. But the thing is that I think a lot of men don't like self-assured, self-reliant women. I become a threat. Intelligent women do. I mean, this is something I just spoke about with somebody yesterday and I actually this morning. So the irony, I mean, here we are full circle, Miss Jackie. I do, uh, tab is not showing up and I do need to get out of this parking lot, but we will definitely be speaking more about the musical. I'm free almost all of next week. So if you want to set something up for then. Anytime. Well, can we wait? A, a, a few weeks so then I can get some samples the work I'll get my um my demos in and then we can Absolutely. include a bit of demo and I can talk more then oh that would be great we could yeah. show a piece of it yes yeah. and Miss Jackie also um if I could audition for anything remotely I would love to good I will remember that good yeah well you are beautiful your ideas are always amazing <laughs> okay we have method of murder we have um how, how's the name of the the, title Sand of the sandra bernstein chronicles okay yes we have the sandra bernstein chronicles and now Ms. jackie is working on another amazing project that you're all going to want to check out so that's in the works <laughs> and again it's been a pleasure Thank you. So just pop on to JackieRom.com. Thank you. Drive safe. It was this uh, honor speaking with you as always, and I hope you have a wonderful day in St. Martin. Bye. Bye. Take care. And you.